Hello, you beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, and I know that I always say that every episode is special, but this episode is actually really, really special because I have my soul sister and bestie joining me today, my girl, Camille. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited and I'm nervous. I'm so excited, too. Dude, I was literally just t- telling Camille that, okay, so she is like a podcast queen with her sister, which we also, I'm going to like tell everyone about your guys' podcast as well, but I was literally like nervous to record this with you because I'm like, you're literally a podcast pro and I love it. I feel so honored. I was thinking I was nervous because I record with my sister. So like if we mess up and I'm the one who produces it, right? So I like know what we're going to be saying and stuff. I've never recorded with one of my best friends. Okay, well, I'm no, taking it's really good. <laughs> I love it. I, I love, love it. it. I love it. So, okay, everyone listening in, I want to introduce you to, like I said, my soul sister. She's amazing. And we're going to get into like how we met and all the things. We just have so much fun together. But she is amazing. She is a soul coach who specializes in breath work, trauma, and anxiety. And she's also this little badass queen starting to do her own ice bath events, which we love to see. And um, yeah, we love it. And if you've never done ice bathing or anything of that sort, you need to go see Camille. She, I'm going to link her website so you guys can maybe see if she has any events near you. But um, yes, welcome, queen. Thank you. I'm so honored to be in your presence and it's oh, fun because so. marissa and i like we'll, we'll get into how we met and stuff but we've just been besties for a few months in mexico That's together it. yeah so it's so funny that we um are podcasting like, like in business form now because we're usually just in the space of just like talking laughing chatting like marissa and i literally just die laughing together whenever we're together. it's so true and now it's like oh this is business baby like yeah. here we are <laughs> But thank you for the intro. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. Hell yes, girl. I was thinking about it too. I was like, I wonder how many times we're gonna say dude in this episode. I think we should we should probably count dude because (laughs) that's a word. Yeah. This is a drinking um, game. But if you're in the health and wellness space, this is like drink a sip of tea every time you hear say dude. Tea or a latte, whatever you happen to pull up with. So (laughs) let's just get into it. Okay, so you have a very like we have very similar stories and backgrounds, but to completely different right. extents in a way. So I want everyone to kind of understand where you're coming from, how you got here and just, yeah, share, share, share the journey, girl. Okay. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm excited to be a part of your community because you have such a beautiful one that you've worked mm. so hard to build. And I've just like yeah. watched you build. It. it makes me so happy. So thank you. Yeah. My story is so such a long one. Um, I won't start from the very beginning. I grew up in the U.S. because you're from Canada. I'm sure most of us yeah. are from Canada. It's so cool. Shout out Canadians. Y'all are the freaking best. <laughs> we really are. Not to toot our own horn, but yeah, but you're really the best. <laughs> we really are. So I grew up in Colorado and then I went to school for engineering. I worked as an environmental and mechanical engineer for four, five years after college, four years after college, and just fell in love, got married, like was living in San Diego, this typical life, and just kind of was feeling this tension in my body. Like 
I'm not feeling like I'm happy in an office job. I don't feel like a nine to five is for me. So I ultimately left my job when my, he's now my ex. <laughs> so that's part of the story too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but at the time my husband was like, yes, let's start some businesses together. So we'd started businesses. I decided to leave the nine to five job to focus more on those. And then I went to Tulum to visit my sister had a big psychedelic journey, which it I could literally talk for just 40 minutes on the psychedelic journey and everything I faced. But I also have a podcast called The Den Mothers. And I've had a couple episodes on there. One was talking about a bufo journey I did. And then one was talking about a trauma that I faced. And so if you want to listen to like the full story on that, you can listen to those episodes. But basically, I came out of this really massive psychedelic journey and had to face a lot of stuff, you know, like it started with sexual trauma and then it kind of turned into facing panic attacks, facing anxiety, you know, starting to get into a breathwork and meditation thing, figuring out I didn't want to do the business I was doing at the time with my partner. So Mm -hmm. telling him like, I need space to just be in this and like be on the floor in a ball for a couple months to figure out what I want to do. So I was, I'm so, I'm forever grateful to him for giving me that time. Cause I really feel like I figured out my purpose in all of that, but just spent some months like really going deep on a healing journey, like six months of not doing anything other than breath work, meditation, painting, singing, dancing, like finding my power again. And when I came out of that, I just started, I decided to start my own business to help others through healing because I really feel like without my sister and all these spiritual teachers and these groups of women holding me in this space and teaching me things and reading and doing all this stuff, I just feel like I would have been so lost. And so I want to offer that to other people Mm-hmm. And, um, I also faced, you know, how that whole thing ended for me really was, um, along with starting my business. And then I was facing, you know, my relationship with alcohol and substances, which I felt like was extreme for how old I was. And ultimately kind of my last like chapter of that closing was actually leaving my husband. So a year ago I decided to get a divorce as well. And that led to a whole lot of other healing and layers being peeled away. And now it's been a year and I've been on the road for a year living in Mexico and in different parts of the U.S. and just like seriously finding the life that I'm in love with. Mm. (laughs) And yeah, it's just been a huge, crazy journey. So now here I am traveling with my little dog, meeting the best friends all around the world and just yeah, that that's kind of how I got to where I am now. Yeah, and that's the very nutshelled version. Because like you said, <laughs> we could go yeah. into depth of like every single chapter through that that you went through. And the thing that I always think about with my journey too is imagine if you wouldn't have listened to that like gut instinct of, oh, I don't really know if like nine to five is for me <sighs> or all those things like imagine and that's the thing like it is hard to listen to that voice I think you know it's scary and and most of us don't follow that I think about that too of like what if I would have just yeah kept an office job or like stayed in my past relationship or 
it's just crazy to think the the path that you went down could have been so much different oh I have goosebumps on my whole body I wish you could see this on camera because it's so true like this is stuff that Marissa and I talk about all the time when you start diving into like getting in touch with your intuition deeply and you start making choices that feel aligned it's kind of like there's no turning back yeah no there right isn't. you're just like oh no like if there's <laughs> something in your life that's making yeah. you feel out of alignment or energetically off it's like okay I I have to make the change I have to cut it off mm. and I mean you're right like that was the nutshell of my journey but it was I mean that's like over two years of stuff that's happened and it's like to think about leaving a career starting businesses getting a divorce moving countries it's like mm -hmm. huge choices, but it feels like without doing all of those things, I don't know how I could be living in this way now. Like it, it, it just had to become aligned in every single yeah. way. Mm -hmm. Once I did that one thing, that first like nine to five where it was like, you have to leave. It's like, okay, well now I had to just continue being truthful with myself over and over about what I had to cut out of my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. When that like intuition hits you and I think that I think that it takes I mean everyone's so different but I think that it takes time to learn how to listen to that because at first it is really scary right because we're in this especially like western society we're in this world where you have to get that safe job you should probably be married by this age you should probably buy a house so that you're secure and this is something that we talk about all the time. Like neither of us have those things. And I feel like we're yeah. still constantly kind of fighting against that narrative because we know deep down, like that's right. not actually what's going to make us happy. And again, like everyone is so different for some people. That's the life that they want to live. And that's awesome. But I think really being, you know, open to the fact that if something in your gut is like, if there's more or this isn't right, like just be curious enough to have space for that part of you, right? It's not like you need to, like, I'm sure you didn't just quit your job on the fly. It wasn't like, oh, this isn't right for me. Right. I'm done. It's like, it takes time. Right. Oh yeah, it takes time. And you're so right. Like everybody's alignment feels different, right? So when I talk about this stuff, I'm always like, I'm not saying that people have to leave their nine to five and leave exactly. their partner and do all this stuff. Right. You just have to go on a journey inward to see what feels good. Like, you know, I work with clients and almost all of my clients have a nine to five. And in our time working together, I've had so many different scenarios. Like some people who come to me and they're like, I hate my job and we'll do a lot of internal work. And then they'll end up actually staying at their job and feeling like they have a full new appreciation for their mm. work. Mm -hmm. And then I have some that decide to stay in that field, but completely change positions or change jobs. And then I have some who want to leave that lifestyle together. Right. So it really doesn't have to do making big decisions doesn't have to be like a jump. Mm. And my sister and I talk about it because she's the jump style where she'll just be like, oh, I hate this. I'm leaving today. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm leaving now. Whereas yeah, I'm like, yeah. I have to put in a little bit more work to make sure right. everything doesn't feel aligned. Right. Totally. Totally. I, yeah. And I'm so like you. I'll, I'll give I'm a, like I want to give an example. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. more calculated as well. You yeah. have that same mindset 
mindset where it's like, we're going to give it our really best shot to make sure yeah. the intuition is like basically punching us in the face before <laughs> we make a decision. Yeah. And then you're exactly. like, okay, That's I'll the meter. I'll change That's it. That's the meter, like yeah, zero right. to like punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> tell me like you know because you'll get a little sign and you're just like "Mm, I don't think that was a sign but give me something else yeah yeah. I want something bigger you know rock my world baby yeah rock my world or I'm not making a change let's go um yeah this I I like to tell the story because I feel like it's so representative of like doing internal work and feeling through your body instead of your Mm. mind so when I was I did not take getting divorced lightly. Like it was a really serious decision for me. And I've actually never spoken out about what actually happened because I feel like it's very personal, but I, things in my relationship were just very out of alignment. We were on completely different paths and there was no end in sight. We Mm -hmm. were just literally flying so far apart and just could not get back on the same page. And we did, you know, six months of therapy. We were only married for two years. We did six months of therapy. We sold all our stuff and went to travel together to try and see if that would shift things. And we ended up separating as well. So we separated in May of 2022, which is crazy. It's been literally a year already, which I yeah. can't believe that. Yeah. Um. So we separated And he went back to his parents. I was staying with my sister and I was already very dedicated to my meditation and breathwork practice, like every single day. That was something Mm -hmm. I did not waver on. And I spent two months not talking about the situation, not running it over a thousand times in my head because my spiritual teacher, who's also my brother-in-law said, you don't need to think about this. Like thinking isn't your problem. You need to be feeling. So whenever you start overthinking and stuff, like stop, call, don't call everyone to talk about the scenario. Don't go over it a million times in your own head. Don't journal about it. Like try to just spend time in your body. Mm. And so that's what I did for two months. Like I spent time in my body. And I remember I called my stepmom like two days before he was coming back, he and he, it, we spent exactly two months apart. And I was like, I'm so nervous. Like, I, what if things are different? What if it's the same, but I don't want it anymore? Like, I was having all these thoughts. And she just said, just stop for a second. How do you feel right now? Like, what did you spend the last two months doing? And I was like, I spent two months learning what calm feels like in my body, like what alignment feels like. And she said, so hold on to that. And if you get together and you can't hold that feeling, we'll have a different conversation. Mm. And the second day we were back together, I had a panic attack for the first time in like three months. Oh my God. That was your body. Like your body just told you. Oh, my body was like, what is going on? And ultimately we split up the next day. Like we literally spent three days together before I was like, I literally can't, I I can't even do it for one more second. Mm. And so when you give your body the time to get calm and realize what it wants, those, those alignment, like slap in the face, you need to make change signals become a lot stronger. 
yeah, those punches in the face. They're like, we're not going to let you ignore those anymore. That And that's yeah. huge because I think that, you know, a lot of us, and this is how I was too, I never gave myself time to just sit with myself and be still and go inward. It just, it feels so uncomfortable when you're not used to it. And even now, actually, I'm noticing because there's so many things in my life that are just kind of, you know, turbulent and up in the air, which is okay. But I'm even yeah. finding, you know, even after one or two years, same thing of of going through this kind of journey of healing, getting in touch with myself, I still have that resistance of like, I don't want to just sit and be still and be present. Like I, I find myself grabbing for distractions or my phone, or I'm just going to work a bit more, or I'm going to do this. And it's wild. So mm-hmm. my, my point is that I think for a lot of us, it's so scary to, like you're saying, look within, figure out what's coming up. Like, what is my nervous system system st- thing? And I, I remember even like, I have one client who she told me like, she started she doesn't meditate and she doesn't do any of this work, but it's something I'm trying to get her, her open to. And she said she sat down for like four minutes and just sat right. still and she just started to ball her face off. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. Oh. There's like, there, right. There's just so That's much special. that we, yeah. And there's so much that we like hold on to and we don't look at, there's just so much, I think within all of us that want just wants to be seen and heard. And like for you, you went internal and you were like, okay, this is my piece. This is like calm. And then you were so much more in touch with that part of you. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're so right. And I love what you're saying about nobody understanding how to sit still because it's just getting worse and worse. Like with our generation, especially like we were kind of the last couple years that grew up without cell phones. Right. Like I remember getting my first cell phone, like at the end of elementary school, Mm -hmm. but now it's like, we're so used to distraction and like sitting still and sitting in silence is so uncomfortable and we don't value it Mm. because meditation and breath work aren't, it's something you have to have a blind trust that it's going to change your life because it's not instant. Mm. No, it's right. Not. But over yeah. time, over time, you get to learn these, like, I'll just be in random. Like I've been practicing meditation now every single day, religiously for close to two years. And I've been on and off with meditation. since I was literally in high school and now, now I'm 28. That's, which is fun because this is like my favorite year ever too. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. But now I'm I'm super dedicated to my practice and I notice it in little ways, like little pieces of anxiety being gone or like when people mention things that would have drove, driven me crazy in the first place, mm. like I, it doesn't bother me anymore. And, you know, even dating now, like certain things, I'm just like, yeah, not going for that. Yeah. And it's like – I didn't consciously make the choice to start acting like this. It's like, this is how my body is responding Mm. to so many hours of just sitting with myself and like finding who I actually am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I feel the same way about it. And, and on that same note, like, can we just also talk about in that whole realm of like our self journey and all the things like, One word with a dash in the center, solo travel. (laughs) 
I'm right. Just so, I mean, speaking hmm. about being alone, right? Dude, speaking about solo. So we didn't really mention it. I knew once we would get into it, we would just literally start flowing forever. But yeah. We didn't even really talk about how me and Marissa met. Yeah. Tell it. <laughs> and we met Tell the world. Tulum. Of course we Yeah, did. we met in Tulum. Yeah, of course. Both of us, of course, our hearts were calling us there. And through mutual friends, I think the first time we met was at that girl's dinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We sat right next to each other. Shout out to Candy. Right. We were sitting next to each other. And I will still, I still to this day, I remember, like, I don't think we were, um, you and me were talking. It was just like group chatting. And then for some reason, we honed in on a conversation and I looked at your arm and Camille has a fucking butterfly tattoo on her and butterflies are my sign from the universe like I think a year ago I declared to the universe I was like show me butterflies this is gonna be my sign that like I don't know there's just like a good sign for me and like you're just my butterfly now and she was like oh my god you're my butterfly and then we were just talking and talking talking we're like okay we love each other like yeah we're seriously gonna be best friends And then we spent every week, like on Fridays, we'd go to the beach and work yeah. and we'd just do all the fun stuff in Tulum. Yeah. That just, was so fun. So good. Met, both met solo traveling, which is scary. I, I mean, it's like, it's just one of those things that you have to have a blind trust that your heart is telling you that you need to be there. And for mm-hmm. some reason, solitude is what you need because being alone is different than like being in solitude. And we read about this together one day when we were at the beach, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was yeah. reading it in one of my books about regulating your nervous system and how it's so important to have sacred solitude time. Yeah. And, and I think going to solo travel is like the best freaking way to do it. <laughs> oh, it's the best. And it's also really hard, but in a really good way. Like, I don't think I have would have ever learned this much about myself if it had not been for solo travel and it's the same thing actually as like being present or sitting still or just in general like embarking on any type of you know healing or self-growth journey it is like so overwhelming and daunting and I remember mm-hmm. when I when I first got here I literally got to my apartment in Tulum and I was like what have I done like what am I doing why am I here <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh, I made a big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally just thinking like, what have I done? Why am I here all by myself? Like what? And then, you know, I just trusted and I got outside of my comfort zone and I was just doing more things on my own. And to be fair, like it's, it's great when you can do things on your own, like in your own city, like take yourself on on dates or adventure or whatever. But I think there's a different element to it when you are in a totally different place. Um, and it oh, just yeah. it just opens up this whole new world. And I used to hate being alone. I used to hate being in my own company. Mm. I used to hate like not having plans. Like I was the girl where like I have to have plans every single day, every single weekend. Right. I need to always be with people. Um, and now I'm almost the opposite where, you know, I'll make like one plan a week. <laughs> if that I love my alone yeah. time. You have yeah. to be worth my energy. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, am I antisocial now? And then you're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but a little bit of that, right? Like I have questioned that about yeah. myself of like, am I like, is there something wrong with me where I 
don't want to be around, you know, crowds of people, or I just prefer, and it's not even that I prefer to be alone all the time. It's just like, I enjoy my company now. And I, and I feel very protective of my energy. And I think that's just another, you know, uh, what we were talking about before, like listening to your intuition, it's just like, it's okay if your personality changes. Like, I feel like I used to be way more outgoing and I used to like going out more, but maybe that also wasn't the real me. Like maybe I was just, you know, hiding and suppressing other things. And now right. I'm just like, yeah, like I'm good. Like Friday night, like, yeah, I'll yeah. chill by myself. Yeah. I'm freaking good. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, on that, on that note too, like even saying that wasn't you, like, I think that that was you, like that was probably just you at the time. And yeah, now so. this version of you, right? you know, just likes to stay in more. I I mean, I've gone through that too. It's like, I feel like I have to honor the person that I once was because I was a freaking party queen, like honestly bad. Like, why was I drinking that much? I, Dude, yeah, I was slamming shots of tequila, mm. like probably doing a little bit of nose candy Mm. and going out and dancing all night probably doing a bender like staying up all day the next day and now I'm like oh I can barely even drink a coffee without feeling anxiety like I could never do a shot I'm like the complete opposite and it's like I honor her so deeply thank Mm. you because those experiences led me to who I am now and who knows, like maybe I went through a little party phase at the end of my Tulum, but still not drinking and stuff. Different partying. I would drink Coca-Cola yeah. just yeah. to get a little you up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I think that, you know, we just go through phases, but whatever feels good is what's good. That's mm. it. That's it. Just yes. do what feels good. Honestly, thank you for that reminder because I need that sometimes because I get so hard on myself of like, Right. Yeah, just it's sometimes it's so hard to hold space for ourselves. Like we 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 oh, identify yeah. with certain things, right? Like I identified totally. with yeah, that more outgoing, like, oh my god, I have so many friends and now I'm having a hard time, yeah, holding space for this new version of myself. But it's so true that when you let go and you just yeah, you just honor where you're at, ah, it's just it's so hard, but it's so freeing. Like it's it's really the answer. Yeah. And we have to give ourselves the permission to have just been young, right? Like we're young. Anything, anything younger than what we are now is young, younger than we are now. Right. So it's like, (laughs) okay, that stuff was feeling good when I was younger. And now I'm just ready to be in bed by nine o'clock and I'm ready for that too. (laughs) I love my 9 p.m. bedtimes. I know. I I mean, solo travel, like Marissa and I are solo traveling currently. And um, we still were like in bed by nine o'clock, right? Oh, like, yeah. I went out. I can probably can't count on one hand the amount of times I went out. I lived in Tulum for 10 months, like yeah. party town Tulum. And we mm-hmm. just never went out. But you know what I like doing is waking up really refreshed and ready to yes. go on a run without yes. like being tired. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I've just I've yeah. changed. I can't believe me two years ago would be like you boring bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is me this is me and I'm proud <laughs> yeah and it feels so good right like man yeah I go oh, to the yeah. gym I go to bed I wake up I feel good and yeah to speak to that too like even I right. think about last year when I first came here I was in such a different phase and I needed something different I came to Tulum 
And again, this is my first time traveling alone. I was like feeling so good getting out of my comfort zone, meeting new people. And I was going out way more. And yeah, I had like a fun party month, honestly. And then I came back with totally different intentions. Like I came back, I think three months later and I quite literally said to myself, okay, I am here for myself to, you know, work on more self-growth. If I meet someone, it's going to be an intentional relationship. I'm not just doing the one-offs, randoms. I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm also just, yeah, I just want to feel good. And, and all those things kind of like presented themselves to me because I was, you know, I wanted to align myself with those things, you know? Right. Cause you were acting authentically for where you are right now. Like you set intentions, kept checking in with it. Like, like, am I feeling good about this? Yes. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, all those things just show themselves to you. Authentic relationships. Bernie. Yeah. Bernie. Shout out to Bernie. (laughs) Shout out Bernie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now we're just dating. So in a relationship, a long, yeah, good one. Yeah, it's a good one. And that's another thing. I don't know if you want to get into the relationship topic, but that's another huge thing. It's like, I feel like one of the biggest teachers because you and me both, you and me both have some pretty, pretty, I think toxic is a very light word for what we went through, honestly. But um, yeah, so past relationships can just really, you know, leave a lot of things that need to be looked at healed and I was on that yeah yeah, I was on that journey for so long and like you know when when this relationship came around it gave me so many opportunities to once again go within there was so much like unpacking on my own stuff and it also gave me a chance to like put certain things to work I was like okay am I gonna set these new boundaries am I gonna like see what I'm what I'm worth and and not take any less and totally. then it's just crazy like how how the like oh it's the work- wild yeah yeah inner relationships are our biggest teacher like I I'm sure of it and whoever says your partner doesn't like have to do ever like with your whole life are just lying I think mm. the people you choose to be with are basically your entire life like who you're spending your energy with them, your sacred body, your words, your eyes, your ears, like you're literally sharing all of your senses with them every day. Yeah. So it's absolutely our biggest teacher. Wait, I want to say one more thing about solo travel. Please. If you don't think you can do it, you can do it. Much dumber people than you have done it. I hate to say that, but like, I hear people and they're like, I just don't know what I would do about like healthcare and like taxes. Mm. I'm like, okay, people have done it for a long time. Yeah, You can do it. It's not that hard. There are guidebooks. Yeah. You can ask people. So many people solo travel. If you have an inkling like at all to travel, freaking do it. Yeah. And that's so, so true because it's all those like quote unquote logistical things that we right. we make them roadblocks because it's like oh yeah like this stresses me out or what if I don't know what to do about this and like again we have both figured it out and it's like when you encounter those things you just you just figure it out and then you know it doesn't right. have to be such someone a thing. 
yeah, someone before you has done it. So it nothing <laughs> exactly. that you are scared of should hold you back from traveling. So that was all I want to say about traveling. Um, so true. No, back to relationships. Like it is, it's, it's cool talking, you know, with Marissa about it because we went through sort of similar things in our previous relationships. Um, obviously I was married and she wasn't, but she was actually with her ex longer than I was. And it, it is interesting going through something like that. And then I think about all the people who go through that kind of thing, whether it's, you know, mental health stuff or lack of motivation or lack of physical intimacy, all that stuff. And then they break up with the person and then they just date someone else right away. And although I do think there are the certain cases where people do immediately meet their soulmate and it's like, okay, wow, what can you do? The universe gave Mm -hmm. them. That's so beautiful. But I think the amount of people that immediately hop into another relationship that's just a distraction is it's it's sad because I feel like you're missing so many lessons Mm. there like you're missing really diving deep into how you can shift as a person how you can shift your relationships how you can heal from your past so that you don't have to bring those wounds into your next relationship Mm -hmm. and yeah I mean I have been single for a year which is crazy like and I'm talking like I I mean, is your audience safe on sex? Sex. Oh right? yeah, let's go. Okay. Love it. Bring yeah, it I mean, I've I've fooled around and stuff, but I I've been purposefully not having sex for a year, and I I didn't think that I would be like that, and now I'm just I feel so happy that I've saved my sacred energy for someone who really deserves it because I feel like a lot of the time when we get out of a relationship we just give our body to some schmuck who doesn't deserve it and it doesn't make you feel better out there yeah a lot of schmucks out there does not make you feel better no, it doesn't. and you know what it if doesn't. you want to just go and 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 get it on that's fine too I'm not saying everybody should be celibate but it's been a very sacred year for me because I chose to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it's on the same topic sure. of not distracting ourselves, right? It all comes down to that. It's really, uh, for a lot of us, I mean, a lot of the women that I know, you know, we've been in relationships since high school and it's really uncomfortable right. to be single. And mm-hmm. again, it's that alone time. It's sitting with yourself. It's getting to know yourself. It's really fucking hard. Like when I went through my breakup I think I was like you know really single for almost two years and it was the hardest like the hardest time of my life but I'm so thankful that I went through all that messy inner turmoil like I really figured myself out and I just like I went through it instead of trying to go around it Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, yeah, it's so true. Like now I have so much more clarity on what's important to me and who I am and that I can be on my own. I don't need a relationship to make me happy. And now that I am in this healthy, secure relationship, like it's just so much better because I think, like you said, when we jump from, you know, one person to one person, one person, we're just really bringing all that baggage along with us. We can't like, yeah, you can heal like with someone else but like you said I think that alone time is just it's I don't want to say magical because that sounds so cheesy but truthfully it's 
I swear to God, the most, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's like the, that time of my life was the most transformative and oh yeah, I just can't say enough about how important oh, for, that was. For sure. I do feel like it's magical. Like I feel like figuring out what you want and living a life that you want, building your life in whatever way that feels good for you. And then allowing someone else that fits and aligns mm. to come into your space mm-hmm. is different than you, you know, having, well, I mean, it takes our body a long time to process wounds, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I've, it's been a year for me and I am not even close to finish. Like I, I know that. And, you know, I'm not saying you have to be fully healed, which I don't really think ever exists before you meet someone. Cause I think once you become safe and and secure in a relationship, even more stuff comes up because your nervous system is finally like, oh, so okay, true. exhale, yep. exhale. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh no, here comes all this stuff. Where's this coming from? And it's like, probably like three years ago when you went through that, other oh, thing, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. Um, but it's just, it's empowering for you to be able to find what feels good before welcoming someone else in. I agree. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like discovering that you're, you're whole on your own. Like you don't yeah. actually need someone to fill that void. It's like you, you fill your own void, which is, again, oh, yeah. just, it's, it's more of that work. Right. But, um, okay. This is our part one girlfriend. So we're going to have a part two because there's, just too <laughs> I much, knew this was going to happen. There's too much going on. There's too much going on. Too so much. I'm going to link all of Camille's amazingness in the description, her website, where you can reach out to her, all her events, um, her podcast with her sister. It's fucking amazing, truly. And just stay tuned for a part two, because we're going to keep it going. Yes, part two. Thank you all for listening. This was exactly what it feels like to hang out with me and Marissa for a day. We just talk, talk, talk about all the important things. And if you can take one thing away from this podcast, it is you need to be doing practices that bring you into the present moment so that you can live an aligned life and live in a way that feels good. Yeah, that's what I want everyone to take away. Even if it's hard, it's so hard. Things slap you in the face and it hurts and it's the worst and you want to cry every day. But that's okay. when you push through that stuff. You will feel better. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And, and, and everyone's going through it. Like it, a lot of the times yeah. this journey feels lonely, but like, we're, we're here with you guys. So lots of love we're to everyone. With, yeah. Yay. And we'll chat soon. Thank you for listening. <laughs>